0: Welcome, everyone, to Better Advertising with Better AMS. I'm your host, Justin Knuckles, and I'm an advertising specialist here at Better AMS, working with some great brands and also getting to talk with some great names here in e-commerce on the podcast. If you're new here, our goal is to help grow and scale online brands through our interviews with brand founders and fellow advertisers. My conversation today is a little outside our normal scope of Amazon and looking at crowdfunding sites, specifically Kickstarter. Kickstarter. I caught up with one of our partners here at Better AMS, Josh Leone from the brand Panther Vision. Josh is bringing you all some great advice on how to work with your target audience to develop the best product that will stand apart on Amazon, and how that can also help you as marketers nail down your brand identity in the process, something intangible and emotional that your loyal supporters will connect to more than your newest product. All that said, let's welcome on Josh. I want to start, Josh, by asking you where you started first. Was it Amazon or Kickstarter?
1: Oh, I uh, started at Amazon first. Amazon's just always been like the obviously the biggest e-commerce shopping site there is and getting your foot hold there and just kind of getting like a good space and like where the e-commerce space or where like you know, shoppers are, how to get familiar with like especially e commerce because it's such like a ever changing platform, you know, how things were on Amazon like two years ago are totally different from what they are now. And Yeah, then Kickstarter just kind of came to mind last year. Oh, so this is a really new thing
0: you guys have been trying out.
1: Yeah, so this is our second campaign that we have going on. And our first one was for a hand warmer. So yeah, it's all fairly new. And to give people a little bit of a background, I mentioned your brand name, Panther
0: Vision. What is Panther Vision? What type of products do you sell? Um, I'll let you give
1: your sales pitch. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Uh, So Panther Vision is like a lighting outdoor brand. Um, Again, our main focus is just outdoor gear, lighting gear in specific. So we sell these lighted hats, we sell flashlights, and we're kind of like expanding more of like our, our repertoire, our collection to kind of include more things that have to do with like the outdoor season. So last year we launched a hand warmer, a rechargeable hand warmer that was like IPX waterproof, all this. So it's totally different from what we've been doing now. And it kind of makes me excited working with the company because you know, we're not just tied to lighting gear, we get to expand on much more. And just on just conversations we got our conversations we had with our engineers so far, we have like more things in the pipeline that just would expand like a lot of the things we're doing now. And yeah, our our main focus, our main mission is to bring unconventional solutions to common problems or uncommon uncommon solutions to common problems. And we we've done just that with, uh, even like the most recent, this, this recent kick started with the adaptive headlamp. It's something that's never been on the market. It's, you know, every feedback from our service, we've gotten from people who've been interested in like learning more. They have, their main reason of why they're interested in, in like having this product is because it's nothing they've ever seen in the market before.
0: That's really cool. And I think a lot of, I mean, having worked with you, um, especially on the audience side of things, I think a lot of people, um, in the hunting side of th- uh hunting communities that is um hikers um anyone that's really outdoorsy like you said finds these products really helpful and just anybody in general now can get into the brand with these hand warmers so if you're in the northeast and it's starting to cool off here in the next couple months go check out panther vision wanted to circle back to you saying you started with amazon what year was that
1: take us back to when that was it was i was doing the marketing side not for panther vision but for like other brand and that wasn't until like 2018, where I started being familiar with more of like their advertising side, more of like their marketing side of how to make a product, how to pitch a product, how to make it presentable on the Amazon algorithm, because it's just like, it's it's, it's its own beast in which like you're supposed to work things, list things. And that's how I got familiar with the Amazon space. It's just kind of learning from what competitors are doing, learning from what You know, I had mentors before what what their best advice was to handle Amazon, but a lot of that has changed over like the past, uh, you know, since like 2018 to now 2023. So yeah, that's how I got started, which is literally at first just taking photos of the product. And then I got more and more like pulled into the marketing side of like Amazon, just telling them or just getting familiar with like how the whole marketing system of Amazon works and. For me now, I just feel like I'm very familiar with like how Amazon's, especially like the front of customer-facing stuff is. It's all stuff that I've been familiar with, and I, again, I, I, for me, I'm just used to it and I like it. What is that? Five years now in this space. I think that's a technically like
0: veteran status uh, now in the industry. If you've been through at least you know the <laughs> yeah. pandemic and a few years before that, dude, you, you've seen it all now. I mean, technically, it sounds almost like a brand manager where you're like designing the product and then also preparing like a ranking strategy
1: and SEO, et cetera. Is that kind of all inclusive of what you were doing? Yeah. I mean, I'm a jack of all trades when it comes to marketing and especially with the Amazon side, that sounds exactly what it is, like a brand manager. But I mean, again, I, for me, I'm just, I just go wherever I'm needed, which is like, I'm totally fine. And I adapt really well to any new spaces so my first one again back in 2018 it wasn't even my my I guess in my job description to even handle Amazon but it just kind of came to me where at first I was just doing like social media posting on Instagram for the brand that I was working with and then they said hey why don't you just do this for Amazon I'm like okay so yeah it just
0: that's funny we all kind of stumble into this space I don't want to say unintentionally but you know not with a a direct plan to go launch a brand or get into the space unless, you know, that's why you came to Amazon is with a product and brand ready to sell. But I I kind of stumbled into it the same way with getting into advertising through a a company that was hiring in their e-commerce department and then was like, holy crap, this Amazon thing is amazing. And then went over to the PL side, similar to you doing that brand management stuff and and circle back to now better AMS. So you got a couple more years on me. So I'll still look up to you and your expertise. But I mean, that's the fun thing about Amazon and and e-commerce is like you said, just saying yes to anything. It doesn't matter if it is your your role per se, just um, learning it, trying something new, um, becoming more of a,
1: a jack of all trades, like you said. That's the best way to like, kind of learn it's just like try new things and even if yeah. you fail you know that's it's not a failure unless like you learn from it so you know you're just kind of yeah building more and more of like experience you're building more and more of, like all right so this didn't work out so I'll just do that and that's the whole basically what I've what I've been doing in marketing like if it doesn't if it like if I throw something out there and it doesn't stick well then let's just try again and do something different.
0: Those are the brands that win. And anybody that's doing the same thing over and over again, obviously is not winning. So that's the key to success is just testing as much as you can. So translating that to more recent times and getting into Kickstarter, how has being a jack of all trades helped you guys get into Kickstarter? How has it helped you learn it so quickly? Having run, I think you said two campaigns now.
1: Yeah. So now carrying carrying over those skills from Amazon even from like many years of doing it, it's it's not an exact translation of going to hit Kickstarter. There's a lot more things you have to learn about how to phrase your certain product, how to translate the development of your product, because the people on Kickstarter and the audience there aren't there just to shop. They're there to learn about the brand. They're they're there to learn about the development, and they're there to learn why why this is on Kickstarter specifically. Because... You know, ex like a brand needs funding in order to kind of get this product launched. You know, you really have to uh persuade these people to kind of like let them know, hey, like these are the reasons, these are the challenges of why you know we're on Kickstarter and why we need Kickstarter, and why we need you to kind of back our project, and letting these people know, like, hey, this is what makes my product unique, and this is what makes it far newer than anything that's not out in the market right now, because. If you were to list anything on Amazon, it could be a copy and paste off of something that's already pre-existing and something on Kickstarter, well, now you have to learn about, all right, so be, beyond just making like an Amazon list and beyond just making like these really professional, pro- professionally shot photos, I also need to tell these people, hey, this is the history behind our brand and this is the history behind the development of the product. You know if that you know if the sharing our story kind of makes you want to pledge please do and you know these are the incentives of why you should pledge because one you got a really awesome product and one you're back in a really great company with some really great incentives into you know why they're doing what they need to do and for us you know our whole mission is to kind of provide um uncommon solution for com- for common problems as well as just like you know we're we're outdoors people outdoor people ourselves so, you know from the people who Are within our company, we love doing like outdoor activities. Like a lot of us are hunters, a lot of us are climbers, a lot of us just enjoy the outdoor space. So we need to attach that onto like a Kickstarter story because they don't call it a product description, they call it like a brand story. And all of that has been really different into transitioning from this Amazon product, this Amazon brand mindset into doing things on Kickstarter because, I mean, a lot of the technical stuff, like writing um, the description of the product, writing, you know, what makes it great, what makes it different here, are, like the top uh, top 10 features about it, um, that's all the same. But what makes it really challenging is that story. And that's what hooks uh, people really well. Because in the our first campaign was all like Amazon mindset. All right, this is how to list a product. This is how you know, to make the product look, look really well and how to make the product like stand out. And then this second and that campaign did okay. It did pretty, it did pretty all right. And we learned from it. And now with this campaign, it's, we put so much focus into the store. We put so much focus into what makes us different and also just letting people know, you know, the, the real side of us, um, something that kind of hooks people emotionally, like why they should back our project.
0: I have to imagine that has downstream effects to what you guys are doing then on Amazon as well. Um, And I have to ask, I mean, did that, realizing you needed more of a brand story rather than just a product description, did that force you guys to, I'll call it, do some soul searching as a brand and really identify who you guys were and and put that into
1: words? It really did. Like That was like a big challenge, a big exercise between like, me, the, the other people in the company, just because this this brand has been around for a while, but they're really well at having the product. But you know, it's having the source of like the story, having the source of the soul of the company was something we had to find exactly like what you were saying. And I think for me, it kind of makes me feel more connected with the brand myself too. Just because I'm like I realize you know these are the these are the values we hold, these are the challenges we share as 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 a company and. And Amazon, you don't really, I mean, you could see that, but you don't really see that as often. You just see like, I don't know, just the product itself. And I mean, that's cool and all, but do you? you one would also want to hear about the brand itself.
0: I, I know Amazon is moving way more in that direction in terms of providing upper funnel opportunities for brands to really show that lifestyle and, and relate with their audience and show that emotional story. So having that in place is such a good proactive uh, spot to be for you guys. And as a really good that Kickstarter forced the function on it. So going back to kind of that benefit, how that carried over to Amazon, what else has helped carry over to the success of Amazon? What have you done on Kickstarter? That's kind of maybe
1: accelerated your product launch then on Amazon. One, it kind of like has us identify a demographic. It helps us identify who we're selling it to in a, in a much more grander preparation because Amazon does have these programs in order to kind of lift off your, your, your product, but you also need to do a lot of back-end work in order to kind of get that started. I think it's called like Amazon Live or Amazon Border Run, where like you have your product into a program in which like beta testers kind of uh, test your product, but it's very minimal. And from other product launches that we've had purely just on Amazon is not the same scale in which we've had when we'd done a Kickstarter uh, and then transition off to Amazon because Kickstarter just works as a pre-order system, but it also identifies. All right, this is our product. This is our uh, voice. This is our aesthetic that we're going for. This is this is the feedback that we've already received from the product, even though it hasn't even been out yet. You know, this is the um, the type of feedback we're looking for. Some of the uh, you know we have people saying, "Hey, like, is, is this is uh." like A lot of the mistakes or a lot of the uh, comments we've heard from our past product launch onto this product launch, we implemented really well. People complained that our hand warmer weren't USB-C rechargeable. People complained that it wasn't uh, IP67, waterproof. And just kind of these list of suggestions, a lot of these lists of criticisms, right? And for us... That that really helped us. That really challenged us to make a broader, better product, and that's what makes that's what made like this new product, the adaptive headlamp, a lot better, just the way it is right now. But we're also receiving a lot more feedback, in which we wouldn't get from just launching it from Amazon, right? Doing it on Kickstarter just helps us identify one our demographic identifies more of our product strength, our product weakness and then our opportunities we can go in order to kind of once we once we do get started on Amazon and listing the product on Amazon. One, we already know that we are, we're we we have an audience, we have demand, we found the demand and we get to redirect it onto Amazon instead of, you know, once a Kickstarter is, is done, we get to re- redirect them onto the to, to Amazon itself.
0: So I should have I should have stopped and gone down the kickstarter 101 at the very beginning of this but i think people can piece together how it is uh, or how it works what it is etc from what we've already said so far but before going into any other questions let's let's run through a few so kickstarter is a crowdfunding website that you pre pre pre-sell a product on is that a fair synopsis yeah and does this product have to be manufactured, ready to sell, or can it be kind of like a prototype, like a, not a drawing per se, but
1: pre-manufacturing? Yes. It, it, it doesn't have to be its ready-made final version. When we, Right now, the, the version that we have going on right now is not the complete version. We've made many revisions, and it's, 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 a, it's a way for a, for a person to kind of push a product out, push an idea out, And just kind of get it funded, you know, get it started and, you know, eventually get it, get it ready for production.
0: And when you say you run a campaign on Kickstarter, that really just means that whole product launch process, right? Of listing a product, generating feedback, generating pre-sales, and then eventually coming to market with that. That is a campaign, correct? Yes. And how long does that process typically take? about a year on, or, on Kickstarter specifically how
1: long does that process take I should have been more specific uh, yeah on Kickstarter it from conception to where we are now the whole preparation took about a year but we've had like the product in mind for about 2 years already and kind of getting started with all right this is the product okay how for for me for me as a as a marketer I have to know Exactly. All right. What is this product? What, is, what does it do? How are we going to voice, find its voice, find its message and find what makes it unique? How do we, how do we communicate that? All that takes about a few months to do. But then the other challenge is building up hype for it before it even gets started on, before we even push live on Kickstarter, we have to build out a, a list of what we like to call our VIP audience. And that VIP audience are, are people that we have to just kind of let Whether it be like Facebook ads, whether it be Google ads, make hype in order for that uh, Kickstarter to kind of really take off. Um, Because if there's no initial hype and you just push live on Kickstarter, you're not going to get the amount of pre-sales you want. And you're not going to get the, you're you're not going to raise funds in which like you kind of wish for. You really have to put in the work, 90% of the work before you even hit launch. Interesting.
0: That sounds really similar similar to Amazon, where there's a lot of pre pre-launch um, kind of hype and prep you got to put to a to a successful product launch. Is that really to help you know get it buzzing on the page and people see, hey, this is a new product that people are really excited about?
1: Is it really for those purposes? Yeah, it's really for that, but also again just to kind of build momentum and like kind of feed the algorithm to like know like, hey, this is a really popular product with people who are searching it up and um, as of now, I mean we're we're really just kind of showing Kickstarter itself that, hey, this is the product that people really want, so now it's just showing us organically on their um top hardware page and talking about feedback and all of that data you're getting
0: from Kickstarter, this is feedback that people are just getting from looking at the detail page or I'm gonna call it a detail page rather than touching using the product, seeing what it you know is like in practice, correct. This is just reviewing the page and looking at pictures and
1: videos. Exactly. We get to list out the product as detailed as possible, just so, again, it's it's a, it's a, it's a pre-order. So, you know, they're not going to get this product up until, like, months later. So, you know, being well-informed way beyond what you're going to get, I mean, we have to be prepared with that information. And, yeah, we really, again, that's the part of the challenge, too, that's different from Amazon is that you have to really be as detailed as possible. And these people have to wait months up until they actually get that product in hand.
0: Yeah, based on what you're putting in the description, what you're putting in the images, people can let you know right off the bat what they don't like, which will then save you a ton of negative reviews and a ton of returns than on Amazon later on. So have you guys seen that oh, with yeah, any of sure. your past campaigns? Is it having a better return rate, better um, ratings and reviews on those products?
1: Yeah, I mean, with the past, uh, past campaign that we did for Kickstarter, and then once we uh, changed it up to redirect to uh, Amazon, we just kind of saw that same negative feedback in which we kind of like didn't really pay attention to or just kind of thought that it was just like feedback that, I guess in our mindset, like just it, it held some value, but we didn't take any action with the first product. And then once it actually went live on Amazon, you know, we, we received those common feedbacks that we did receive on Kickstarter. And if we did address those before we, if we addressed those uh, concerns before it hit, you know, Amazon, we probably have, probably wouldn't have gotten that same like negative feedback or those the same like, what do you call it, uh, criticisms about the product. So yeah, I mean, like a lot of our tech was like, could have been approved upon way before it went on, way before it went on Amazon.
0: Yeah, that's that's really interesting. I think incorporating that feedback is such a good benefit of Kickstarter to, like you said, just have a more successful product launch when you get to the big market, which is Amazon. Um, so, last question specifically on um, Kickstarter. Are you fulfilling packages or fulfilling products, that is, and packages through Kickstarter? Or are these pre-sales carry over to Amazon? Like, hey, this will be live on Amazon, you
1: know, XYZ date. Or is it fulfilled through somewhere else? It's fulfilled through somewhere else where uh, we work uh, with a separate third-party system that works with Kickstarter. And that in itself is its own fulfillment um, uh, process. Got it, got it. I just wanted to
0: clarify that in case... I mean, I didn't know myself, but in case anyone was thinking, hey, I could generate, you know, thousands of orders in demand and have it all go live on Amazon, um, not quite. If you get the sale on Kickstarter, it sounds like you're fulfilling through Kickstarter, so to speak. Yeah. Okay. How have you found, like, any, any overlap between what you're doing on Kickstarter to Amazon? Have you seen future opportunities for more product launches? How do you guys plan on
1: using that in the future? Like, what is the overlap strategy going forward? again just identifying like our our voice identifying our audience which makes it a lot more easier to kind of uh run with ads run run um uh just kind of have that same voice and just kind of um no nowhere to go just because when you have when you have a product launch it's already ha- like identified its weaknesses its strength uh its audience its uh its its purpose and why it's even like why the product's even there you it's it's become a lot more of an easier process to kind of list that right on amazon because i'm sure that same preparation is done when one is uh doing a product launch on amazon but um once you have that preparation on the kickstarter it becomes a lot more easier for that process much more streamlined and yeah and uh, again just just as an organic ranking people are already like searching and and looking through uh our stuff on kickstarter on amazon so then once once we are listed on amazon we already kind of built up that organic search um on there like it kind of helps uh with people knowing or just like the the amazon system know that people are searching for this this exact product under our name and it really helped us get a lot more opportunity on amazon last year because we were able to get into like certain holiday catalogs when this product was just barely new, but just because they knew that, you know, we had such a great success on Kickstarter, uh, you know, those, those gates were easier, easier to open. And yeah, that's, that's one of the benefits of doing Kickstarter first and then uh, having a strategy on Amazon.
0: I feel like as a marketer, you probably have read the book or heard of it, been suggested it. Closing the Chasm, I believe, is the title. It was one of like the first marketing books I ever read right out of college. But um, have you ever come across that before? No. The, I mean, I recommend it. So, and to everybody in the marketing world here, um, it's a great book about specifically product launches and getting a a product past like your early adopters, your your innovators, the people that you know, or on Kickstarter funding projects over to the mainstream market, which is, you know, people searching on Amazon or searching the shelves at Target and Walmart, that mainstream market and how you get, you know, just a little bit of hype blown up to the mainstream. And it really sounds like it's really relevant to what you guys are doing here at Kickstarter. So, or with Kickstarter. So highly recommend that throw that on your reading list, uh, maybe for next year. But how much more popular have you seen Kickstarter become since you guys started? I mean, only a year ago or so, but do you see it growing in popularity or what changes do you foresee in the, the coming
1: year or two years? There's so many like supporting programs that help a person lift themselves up onto this Kickstarter ecosystem. Again, it goes back to these third party uh, people that we've been working with. And even hearing interviews and even, like, talking to other mentors in this Kickstarter space because the amount of people I've talked to in preparation to kind of get more feedback on our Kickstarter page in order, to, for, in order for me to understand, you know, this, uh, this, this community, this, this platform, I had to talk to, like, uh, Kickstarter veterans that have been on this space for, like, 10 years or, like, 15 years. And they've really just explained to me that, you know, this whole Kickstarter space it's a great way to kind of uh lift up ideas and it's a great way to like find find your foot find find your soul into like what your brand is what the product is and hearing that it it's been there for a while, and just seeing how much demand and how much growth that they've seen themselves I can only know so much because I've only been there for a year but just um you know relaying what they what they've told me is that it's become more of a more of a well known name and I follow the I actually followed the CEO on Kickstarter or on uh, on LinkedIn just uh trying to find like some new updates on, on the platform and seeing how how much they're updating their space. It it seems like a very lively uh community and it seems like a very lively space in which, you know, the only the only uh the only direction they're going is just like up, you know, with the amount of people who are actually joining their space and some of these uh third party companies that we've worked with in order to kind of um get the right direction in order to kind of find all right this is this this is our foothold they they work with you know thousands of other entrepreneurs who are trying to get another their foothold as well on Kickstarter and just knowing that that's the amount that 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 are even trying to be on Kickstarter had me realize and just how, had me realize how big this Kickstarter space was because a year ago I mean I've heard of the name Kickstarter but I've never really thought about it. I only knew it as as a place where people sell uh games or people like get funding to like for for like board games or like video games. That's that's all I've known in my history about it. But once I really started looking more into it, it uh it's it's much more larger than that and it uh You know, once you start working with with, uh, the actual Kickstarter community and and actually start, you know, listing something on there, you get to realize how vast and however changing the the platform is. And hearing these veterans and hearing, like, what their experience was five, ten years ago makes you realize, wow, this is a growing space. And this is where, I guess, uh, an untapped... For me, just for me, just coming from my, my perspective, it's like, an untapped area in which um, one is able to kind of uh, make ideas, create ideas, and actually pitch it out and see if it actually resonates with some sort of audience out there. And seeing that Kickstarter was a space in order to kind of do that is awesome. And I do know, and I do want to give credit where credit's due, that Kickstarter will, isn't the first uh, platform to ever do this. I, I believe it was Indiegogo that did it first, and that's a similar platform. But Kickstarter just I guess uh, had a better way to kind of make it bigger than, than it actually was for crowdfunding, and yeah that's uh you know if uh I would say check out I actually do have a book um written by uh some some creators on Kickstarter, but it uh just just goes in the development of like how much is needed in order to kind of um get your way into kickstarter but even reading that book that was written like two years ago a lot of it just doesn't apply to it right now um especially like with features and new and new ways that people are actually like growing their space you know that this is why like me and uh the people that i work with had to you know seek out other other consultations on kickstarter just because it's it's a space that's ever growing it's a space that does not stay the same and I'm really happy about that because, I mean, it's kind of the same way as Amazon. You know, everything's changing for a reason. It's only changing in order to kind of uh, grow.
0: Well, I'm glad to hear everyone over in the Kickstarter community is just as nice, if not nicer, than us over here in the Amazon community. I'll have to go say hello over there someday. I've always wanted to learn a little bit more. So this conversation is the most I've learned yet of Kickstarter. So I'm going to have to continue this journey. Maybe, also, maybe if listening you want to... to... Your product. Yeah, I need to come up with a product idea and uh, hit you up for, for some counsel. But having listened to that, man, I mean, one year in the space and having learned all of that, I mean, we've got to be living like dog years in, in e-commerce here. One year is equal to seven years because that is a lot. It's a lot of progress and a lot of mentorship you've gained in just one year. So um Also, before I have to re-record a footnote for this episode, it was Crossing the Chasm is the book. I just looked up the title. It is not Closing the Chasm. It was Crossing the Chasm. There is the book I'll recommend to you, my man. But one of my final questions here before we wrap up is, you know, I think you've given a ton of advice in your last answer specifically to brands trying to you know, bridge the gap into crowdfunding, maybe looking to get started on it. Any final words of wisdom for people looking to succeed on platforms like Kickstarter if they already have an Amazon brand?
1: If they already have an Amazon brand, just like that's that's a space to kind of like test on new, new things. And like one can get adjusted to kind of having their own headspace of like what their brand is, what their brand represents and having a chance to kind of just kind of explore and do something different is really fun. It's uh, really exciting to do. And seeing how different a new platform is, is, is great because, I mean, you could have a website, you could have like an Amazon space and that was the case for us, but having a having a, a presence on Kickstarter or having a presence on just crowdfunding in general, it's just, it's, it's, it's an opportunity to kind of seek out new things and, and also an opportunity to go learn. Like even if, even if uh, you don't raise the funds that you want to raise, you get to learn a lot about the space of crowdfunding. You get to learn a lot about the space of like, um, again, like soul searching from like the way in the beginning because like us, we us as 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 a brand, we didn't have that. We or just lacked, we lacked a lot of that soul. We lacked a lot of that brand store. We lacked a lot of what people were seeking out, and you know, having a foot in these different um, spaces really makes you kind of uh, internally realize all right this is this is what they this is the man that they that they need this is you know what they're looking out of us but we don't have that in this space so now we have to kind of exercise our thinking caps and just go at it and just kind of uh be creative be look for that opportunity and see where we can grow or where we can learn and. You know, I think for me, as as a very young adult, I just, like, obviously, you don't want to stick to the same thing over and over again. Uh, you like to do, like, things that are different. You like to explore and stuff like that. And having, having Kickstarter is a space to kind of, like, uh, express that and express, like, you know, what different ideas are, uh, you know, where you can kind of push the boundaries of your brand, your products. Um, that's exciting. And I feel like with Amazon you kind of just get stuck in this like foot or not foothold, but stuck in this mold of like who your brand is and what your brand represents. And that's great. That's awesome. But maybe challenging to challenging yourself and challenging your brand into something different. Who knows? It can lead into better opportunities. Yeah. I'm not naming
0: names, but if you've launched your last three products and they look identical to your competitors, maybe just maybe look at Kickstarter and come up with some new ideas. Um, do something. No, it's, it's definitely. Like, it's, it's yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a great way to you know. I don't want to say no risk, but lower risk. Test some new ideas and products, and yeah, see if you're going to have you know a unique selling proposition over on Amazon. Exactly. So. Dude, this has been a great conversation. Thank you so much for your time today, giving us your happy hour, five o'clock where you are, to talk about Kickstarter and your experience with it. We'll talk again soon offline here, but thanks again so much for being here today, dude. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Cheers, and see us next time.